0: blog talk radio
1: welcome ladies and gentlemen to the south bay show manhattan beach chamber 360 on august 2nd 2019 live love laugh and leave a legacy that's what we do here in the south bay of los angeles and it's a beautiful place to do just that Joe Terry, and you can read all about our many adventures on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash The South Bay Show. Persistence, passion, principle, and purpose. That's what we talk about here on The South Bay Show. And joining us as co-host, CEO, and president of the Manhattan Beach Chamber, Kelly Stroman. And, of course, with us normally... Uh, because of our great partnership with South Bay by Jackie.com and executive producer of the South Bay Show, Jackie Balestra. But Jackie is not with us today. Kelly, how are you doing today?
0: Hello. Good morning, Joe. Happy, Hello. happy Friday. Um, happy we happy. miss Jackie. Hopefully she's yes. having fun. You said it's her. Yes. she's uh, taking her nephew around and um, spending That's a little right. quality family time. So we really love that. Right. Family first. Right. Right? Family first. <laughs> yeah. Is she listening? I hope Jackie's listening. Jackie, if you're listening, we love you. We miss you. We love you,
1: Jackie. And we think that uh you know, Kelly, we love this show. Fridays is such a great show. The the chamber has been so good to us in sponsoring the, the, the South Bay show and creating this vehicle. I think it's absolutely unique. Now we had talked to other chambers. And we had a relationship with the Redondo Beach Chamber for a while, but this relationship with the Manhattan Beach Chamber has really turned into a long-term uh, relationship uh, that we really love. And its I think it's very valuable. I can't tell you how many people Jackie and I have run into uh, together and separately who really appreciate the different shows, especially when we get into election season or um, other uh, events that are related to city services. Um, it's so valuable, Kelly.
0: You know uh, That's so nice of you to say, Joe. I, I love hearing, you know, kind and um, thoughtful words like that, because we do, we do try. And I think, you know, what's interesting, and I, I think I've said this before is all the chambers in like the South Bay, like El Segundo, the Torrance, mm. kind of, we're all mm. different. And, you know, mm-hmm. each one, we each have a different mix of businesses. Um, and, you know, most people know you You don't have to be a business or a resident in a particular city to join that chamber. Like some people join multiple chambers because they want exposure in multiple cities in the South Bay. But mm-hmm. um, we all play together in the sandbox well, so to speak, and we do collaborate on certain things. And the personality of each chamber, like from El Segundo, you know, Manhattan Beach, Hermosa, Redondo, Torrance, they're all different. Mm-hmm. And so right. it's it's fun. And I think it's it's you know, it's really cool. You guys always do a really good job, I think, of uh, being very fair and mixing in different guests and different people from different areas and um obviously with Manhattan Beach, um and this show today on Friday is the Manhattan Beach 360 show. I try to do the same. I mean, I think if mm-hmm. we look back over the last six months, we or seven, gosh, almost eight, uh, we've had really interesting, diverse guests on the show because that's what a chamber of commerce is all about. You know, like, people, mm-hmm. you know, always say, Kelly, you know, what is the chamber? I go, you know, the chamber <laughs> the, the chamber's really, I know, the chamber is made up. I hear it all the time. What is the chamber? Right. What do you guys do? Um I always say we here at Manhattan Beach, I feel like we have four different kind of buckets of members. We have the small business, the one or two people, you know, very small business. Um, we have the large corporations, like, you know, Connectus, mm-hmm. Sketchers, Continental Development. Um, we mm-hmm. have the mid-range, you know, that whatever, that 10 to kind of 50, 50 20 to 50 employee count. And then we have all mm-hmm. of these nonprofits that – feed and just power the South Bay and Manhattan Beach Um, they all Mm -hmm. join the chamber for different reasons and so it's kind of like we're we're, it's like a big menu of you know different choices and um, we try to showcase that in different ways and this is just one of one of the great ways and and you know, offers that we can give to our chamber members. So it's
3: um, my pleasure. It's it's a
0: lot of fun. And I try to really strategically think, you know, I have a big, I call it a big war board in my office. And um, (laughs) I have, you know, the next month of dates, Friday dates. And I I look at it and I go, okay, who do we have? And I don't want to have, whatever, a dentist every week. I want to mix it up and have, you know, different types of guests and stuff. So hopefully the listeners um, stay engaged.
1: It's, what i what i what i love about it is you know chambers provide sort of a packet of services and features and uh elements that they give to new members and the idea that a new member can have this document we've talked uh in the past with various guests about um there should be a video document that you create for your business if you have a website there should be you know, a written document that you can email to people. But this is an audio document that a new business can create in the Manhattan Beach Chamber. I think it's very effective to be able to have this, to share it, to save it. You can upload it to your website and and it's, you know, an introduction. Just like the, 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 the guests we have today, it's something that most people may have heard of but they don't know exactly what it is and you mentioned i i want to say um i want to remind the listeners one of our our favorite topics jackie and i is food and I, I i always tell uh jackie and we talk about this this uh the metaphor of food is so powerful when you're having discussions with people and you're trying to to get the listeners to remember so would you say that the mix of businesses in Manhattan Beach is a smorgasbord or a bouillabaisse? Yeah.
0: Oh, bouillabaisse <laughs> sounds much more sophisticated. Yeah, bouillabaisse.
3: Oh. Yeah. oh yes. uh, a bouillabaisse.
0: Even not even a no, buffet. No. Smorgasbord. No. No. Bouillabaisse. No. You know, It is a mixture. Yeah. And, okay, I love to cook and love to cook <laughs> and I'm one of those people that will go out to a restaurant whatever eat something and go home and try to make it without the recipe just I you yeah. know how people who can play the piano by listening to a song they can just play the song you know I can't yeah. do that <laughs> but yeah. I am one of those people who can eat something and kind of go home and I I have a you know a good sense of the ingredients and I can go home mm-hmm. and make it so uh, we, we are wow. Julia based uh, okay definitely yeah, i' never a little spicy a little, a little sweet spicy. little you know very mm. a lot of dimensions a lot of ingredients <laughs> maybe
1: maybe uh, hey. uh, i i have to tell you my favorite bouillabaisse bay story is uh because i'm i'm so you know addicted to film and filmography is uh our man flint many people may remember that movie it was kind of a spoof on the james Bond movies with uh i will remember his name in a minute but um, our man Flint, and there was a, a Bully Bay story in there, a pinch of saffron, and oh, yeah. uh, that was e to one of the investigations he was on. So, uh, you know, um, Kelly, um, we haven't yeah. talked about what's going on in the chamber.
0: I know, hey, okay, Can I just say one thing because you you got my you got me going bullia base and food <laughs> you, you you've got me going, and I have to just do a shout yeah. out really quick for like my my personal favorite bullia base is Ooh. at rock and fish in downtown manhattan beach um okay. the bullia base is is next level, it is unbelievable, so uh next time you go into rock and fish, um order the bouia base, it's delicious okay. okay, there you go, thanks. Well, ex- um excellent. speaking of food. You gave me a perfect layup, Joe. To food. Okay. Um we are eight days away from the sixth annual Chamber of Commerce Bite at the Beach. Oh. It is next yes, we are it's here. Um next Saturday, August tenth, from two to six PM at the Manhattan Beach Studios media campus people i still hear people have no idea that we have this mega studio lot in manhattan beach people go where and i go and it used to be called raleigh studios in the old days and you know it's it's merged and changed a few times but the mbs media campus um off of rosecrans over there on the rosecrans corridor kind of behind trayer joe's and behind north of grumman that area is the meeting campus and we have our sixth annual bite at the beach. We have over 35 food and beverage vendors. Most of the beverages are beer, craft beer from all throughout the South Bay, craft breweries. Um, we have a little bit of wine, we've got kombucha, uh, we mm. have coffee, our favorite two guns coffee, you know, um, friends will be there. and. We have a couple other interesting, like, wine spritzer type of things going on. But the food, we have everything from our favorite restaurants, like uh, Rockin' Fish, you know, uh, right. Zink it Shade, SoSol, mm-hmm. Local 90, in Hermosa. There's a lot of restaurants to be around the South Bay. to so we've had some really interesting entries. We have this one called Down South um, Treats, Peach Cobbler, and Swamp Fries. Now, I'm not going to tell you what swamp fries are. You have to, because I asked, I'm like, what are swamp fries? Uh, uh, you have to kind of find out. Um, okay. So, diverse amount of food. We have healthy options. You know, there's uh, we have ice cream options. We have gelato and angels, will be there to cool everybody down. We have um, one called Snow Monkey, which is super mm-hmm. healthy, um, made out of like plant based type of ice cream. Um, it was super fun. And so we have a lot of different things. We have a lot of entertainment going on. We have a DJ from Box DJs. We've got uh, the Lucky Ones band, our friend Adam Lawson is playing. Uh, The LA Kings are going to be there with their ice crew. It's going to be a super fun day. So, uh, eight days left, people. Get your tickets to Bite at the Beach. You can go on our website, it's all over the front page banner. Click on it, or you can go on Eventbrite, search the date, August 10th, or search or just put in fight at the beach. Um, super fun. Lots of people show up, lots of food, and uh, you will not uh, be disappointed whatsoever. So um, right. that's going right. to be super fun. Um, but more importantly, I have to share something with you that literally just walked by my office. Um, my office yeah. comes out on the valley. I just saw a rainbow walk by my office.
1: <laughs> a rainbow? <laughs> i was waiting
0: for you to laugh. I know. Okay. Get this. Okay. I'm not kidding. A rainbow, Where? it was a rainbow of wigs, like Afro wigs. Walked by, I was trying to not laugh when I was talking about by the beach. I'm like, whoa, that? Right. Um, right. today is six-man. And so it was It was clearly a six-man team walking by my right. office headed downtown to the beach because the, the annual um, legendary six-man volleyball tournament in Manhattan Beach uh, starts in I think, minutes. I mean, they're they're probably all going down to, you know, uh, rev up. It was a uh, pack of men, very scantily clad and very uh-huh. tight kind of board shorts um, with rainbow wigs that <laughs> just walked by my office. But I'm like, oh, my gosh, this is priceless. Um, so six man and the whole entire surf festival um, kicks off today. Right. With, with a six man term. And that's, you know, for people who don't know, that the Surf Festival was founded decades ago and is a series of events um, starting today all the way through Sunday. So everything right. from six man right. to all the lifeguard competitions, the Taplin, um, the Dory races at nighttime, the, you know, the lifeguard um, demonstration to uh, junior six man, which is for kids right. um, on Sunday, right. and then the peer to peer paddle and Swim is Sunday morning. You know the paddle goes from Manhattan Beach Pier to Hermosa, and then the Pier right. to Pier Swim goes from Hermosa to Manhattan. It's a massive weekend of all sorts of um, outdoor beach events from Manhattan Beach to Redondo Beach, all the way down to Avenue, right. whatever you guys are down at Avenue A or A, B, C or D. Uh, if you look right. at the Beach Reporter. Um, or on surfest.org, you can see all of the, uh, the lineup, that I encourage everybody, all ages, come out, come down to all the beaches, check out the schedule and um, watch all the amazing activities that go on. It's super fun. It's, you know, now, it's a, it's it, a part of our, go ahead.
1: Well, but just, I, I just want to underscore that this is the absolute perfect weekend for a surf festival. Because inland, it's over 100 degrees in the deserts, and the valleys are in the 90s, the high 90s. So it's really hot inland. At the beach, the water is 70 plus degrees. It's going to be amazing.
0: It is. It's so gorgeous. We're so lucky. And, uh, so, and by the way, everybody, um, if you're thinking about driving down and parking right next to the beach, forget about it. Uh, right. Park you know, out, Uber in, rideshare. share. Um, you know, any warm weekend parking is very difficult to find. But when you add in major events like this, uh, you got to plan ahead. Um, park, mm-hmm. you know, whatever, mm-hmm. a few blocks out and walk in um, come early, you know, stay late or just Uber in because, um, you know, it's difficult and we don't want people to get frustrated want right. you to have a good time. So, right. um, keep that in mind if you're coming on down.
1: Okay. Okay. So, um, any other events that you want to highlight with the chamber or? Oh my
0: gosh. um uh, well, the by the beach is a big one that we have one week left. Right. And then there right. are some other things, so fest is big this weekend. Oh, you know what? Uh, this is super fun for people who uh, – do you like um, Mai Tais, Joe? Yes, like rum and I tea think e- I cocktails? I <laughs> yeah. I do. I don't do it that often, but I like a good right. Mai Tai or a good of colada or something yummy. Um, uh, R6 Distillery, um, who is in El Segundo, but they're a chamber member here in Manhattan Beach. Um, super fun place. Uh, they are doing a rum history – Antique Tiki cocktail class um, tomorrow at R6 Distillery uh, from 1 to 2, 3 p.m. So all of you cocktail aficionados, if you want to learn how to make the perfect Mai Tai and, and rum drink, um, head over to R6 Distillery. That's um, kind of a super fun, different, you know, event. Um, okay. And then what else do we have? We have there's other things coming up. Um fusion open house we had fusion academy remember danila we had zila on a couple weeks ago um yes. their open house is next friday so that we, well, you know we can mention it again next friday morning but it'll be happening and coming kind of right on top of us so their open house right. is next um, friday go on to fusion uh, academy's website you can see all the details starts 10 a.m but it's a good chance for if you're considering kind of you know alternative um, learning styles for your child um Go take a tour of the Fusion Academy campus. Um, you know, it's, it's that was a great um, interview we did that week. So I want people to know I there's agree. options out there. Yeah. I know the rest Excellent. of it. can wait. I know. We want to get to our guests. The rest of it I could talk about. Next we want week. to get to um, our guests. The, Yeah.
1: Well, that brings us to the topic of the day. Kelly, who's our guest today?
0: Our guest today is a returning one. It is Mark Murkovich, co-founder and director of business development. Uh, he was born in Hollywood, California, the youngest of twelve children. Holy cow! Mm-hmm. Mark, an accomplished singer and songwriter, spent many years working as a hired session of vocalist for radio, TV, and voice-over work. For the last 20 years, he has held several executive leadership roles in large business organizations. And in late 2015, left Corporate America, congratulations, Mark, to help support Pops full-time. Pops is putting on production here in Manhattan Beach. Mark is a certified life and success coach, business consultant, and certified cultural change practitioner, helping organizations align their values to increase engagement and success. He completed his first book called Capture Your Power in Sales and Business, in 2017. Uh, I should mention too, because his wife was not, Julia was not able to be on the show, him and Julia Verkovich are partners in Putting On Productions. Um, it's a nonprofit uh, California organization here in Manhattan Beach, and they train and educate youth in all aspects of theater. So this morning we're going to learn about Putting On Productions, the programs they offer, and the productions they have scheduled. Uh, Mark, welcome back to the program. We are so glad you are with us this morning.
3: Thank you. Good morning. Thank you both for having me this morning. Thank
1: you. Thank you. After last week and whatever happened, the gremlins that were in our system, we're so glad that you could join us uh, today. But
3: Mark, yeah, and I have to tell you when we just when we just started off, I'm I'm uh, I'm hungry just from the conversation that you guys have been having over the last few minutes. <laughs> I haven't had my breakfast yet, but I, I have the strong pull for Booyah Bass all of a sudden. I'm not sure yes.
1: why. Yeah. <laughs> with, with, for me, uh, uh, with a little pinch of saffron. Yes, of
3: course. Yes. Um, and to your point, there, uh, Joe, that, I think yeah. that was James Corbin that you were looking for, who was that uh, that, that actor in Our Man Plink. Uh
1: You're close. You're very, very close. But, uh, it'll come to me. I don't know, James Corbin. No, Corbin is not the right last name. James, I think, is the right first name, but uh we we are blessed here in the South Bay with a number of amazing nonprofits. Kelly was talking about the mix of members in the business in in the chamber, and nonprofits are huge nonprofits obviously feeding uh the family life, the children the 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 sort of uh, community life of of uh, the South Bay but what what fascinates me about putting on productions you guys what you guys have done with Pops is you've obviously have a very healthy um uh group of parents because you've brought in ideas fundraising ideas from all the different you know uh, sports and uh and high school and so forth Tell us about the community that Pops is. I know it's children, but it's also parents. Tell us about the community that Pops is.
3: Yes. Well, Julia, my wife, started Pops 12 years ago. So we're actually in our 12th year here. And it started after she taught dance in the South Bay for about 15 plus years. And her idea was to to offer more engagement, more opportunities for confidence-building and growth through the arts on stage, as opposed to solely being dance. And so we started with a summer camp, and that was many, many years ago, and I think we had 29 kids in the first summer camp. And it just, from the very beginning, we knew that there was something there, and it, was, it wasn't just about putting on shows or putting on productions, but it was more of a collective... Uh, building a family and building a community, to your point, Joe, where we found um, we found kids who, who needed a stage and embraced the stage so that they could find their voice. We, we watched as the confidence increased right in front of our eyes. We watched the parents notice and, and become more passionate about what we were doing. And here, if we fast forward many, many years later, Uh, You know, at last tally, I think I speculated that we had served uh, nearly 70,000 audience members in our productions over the last 12 years. We've done (laughs) uh, we've done hundreds of productions uh, all through the South Bay, both at our studios in Manhattan Beach, as well as um, as theaters in the South Bay. And and these you know these productions yeah it, it you know it's funny you say it takes a village but it absolutely does especially today in an environment where you know we are so fortunate to live in a community that is so supportive and so generous at the same time there's so many very very valuable organizations that are in need and when you talk about things like the arts, where, you know, there's so much cutbacks in, in programming these days, something like the arts or voice or theater or acting or improv, these are skills that that transcend from the stage into real life. When we're having conversations right. with people, we use improv skills, we use connection, we use engagement. And so right. when you're, you know, when you're choosing where to put your dollars and you're funding these programs, the programs that they go into have lasting effects. But there's so many programs out there. So when it comes back to the community, you know, that the, the, one of the most difficult things that we do is continue to raise funds um, for any nonprofit to stay, right. you know, uh, right. at, in the black year after year. And to be able to build on your program and have a greater impact, that's, that's really what the design was, is how do we build this organization that's for the community? How do we serve thousands and thousands of families and children? And how do we make sure that this has sustainability so that it can uh, carry on, you know, for 20, 30, 40, 50 years down the road? That's, that's what the vision with Pops is, is how can we build something that is the communities? And I can say, honestly, that the community has stepped up and has taken the call and, and offered such generous support. It's, it's really amazing to be right in the, the middle of it to witness.
0: Right.
1: Amazing. Amazing. I love it. And, you know, I can certainly vouch for the, um, the business and or educational and or life skills that you learn by being in musical theater. I was a a thespian in high school and, and uh, you learn to work with people, you learn to you patience. And of course um, we just had um, uh, Kelly, the, the, the the, uh, company that we had on with Danila Um, Coverman. I mean, I think that, you know, education is so important. Of course, they're, um, (laughs) they're, uh advantage is that they have one-on-one teaching but here you have a group collective achieving a goal it's very very cool so what's next what what can we talk about kelly with pops well,
0: I, I, you, it's funny. You mentioned Fusion Academy because that's all about, you know, custom-fitting your education for your child and, and providing a right. different learning environment option for them. I think with uh, – and you touched on uh, a minute ago, too, how, uh, Mark, how um, music and programs in all schools have been massively cut over the year, years. This is nothing new. And, you know, funding for musical programs um, – is, is very scant, if at all, in, in most places. And I think, you know, growing up, when we all were growing up, we had drama was like a requirement. I remember it, at my school you had to take drama. And uh-huh. um, I, I don't think that exists anymore in, in most schools. So, you know, to to be able to have a program like uh, POPs that uh, provides that education but also that outlet, you know, for youth to develop perhaps a passion or a skill that they have or find one. Maybe they don't even know they have it, you know. Um, I mean, I I know it's hard to believe, but (laughs) uh, I was Hmm. very, very shy growing up, very, like painfully shy growing up and I'd be the mm-hmm. last person to you know to register for a drama class or something along those lines because I – I mean, it hurt. I was so shy. I didn't want to be in the public spotlight. I didn't want to have to be – stand in front of a group. I remember the one time when I had to read, like, you know, Shakespeare uh, in front of a drama class. I just about, you know, threw up before because that's not my personality. Fortunately, I've kind of come out of that, I think. but. um mm-hmm. I remember taking drama, you know, and having to do this and um, all, you know, it's life. Back to it's a smorgasbord. You need to have all these skills. You need to learn all these things. And so, I think a program like yours, Mark, that allows another place for kids to either explore, discover, or develop a, a skill um, or a passion, is so important. I mean, so so right. so important. I'm I'm curious. Do you, Mark? Tell us about your different types of students. Um, I know I've seen you guys. I've seen you guys perform, but you know, tell our listeners. You know, who who comes? Everybody asks me who you know who joins the chamber. I want to know who comes to pops and and who signs up for that program.
3: Sure. Well, we have uh, many different offerings that we have. Um, kind of fine-tuned over the years so typically pops would uh, for the the cast members would start in middle school so it would be middle school and high school um, and then we have training classes as well so we have you know different disciplines of voice and acting and um, uh, voice and acting and dance as well with special instruction and so you know the just the the way that it works is that typically the kids and the cast bring you know their parents and their families to the actual shows. That's at least what initially uh, we have experienced. Although as we've continued to grow and sink our roots deeper and deeper, we noticed that obviously more people are aware of what we're doing. There are people that come to our shows that are fans of the actual show that we're doing, or they're fans of musical theater, or they are. Um, supporters of ours just in the community and they want to show their support um, and then we do as mentioned different programming so we'll do shows throughout the years one in spring and one in fall and and then we'll have a big gala fundraising event like a, a sit-down dinner kind of thing uh, in November but summertime and what we're doing now is we do a, a summer production which is a more heightened um, larger production And uh, we use this as our opportunity to do what we've coined as a community outreach day, which actually is today. Um, So let me tell you about that. So the community outreach performance, the idea behind this was how can we offer a production at no cost to kids outside of our community who don't typically have the means or exposure or ability to get to the theater and experience everything that it can, can bring you. And so mm-hmm. uh, what we've done is over the last few years, we've, we've developed relationships with all sorts of different groups, the Boys and Girls Clubs or uh, like groups of at-risk kids, and worked with the L.A. County Supervisor's Office for transportation and different vendors for food and concessions. And so today we're currently doing the musical Matilda at the Sentinella, Sentinella Performing Arts Center which is the theater at Longdale High School. And we are doing a performance, our community outreach performance, where we're expecting somewhere up to nearly a thousand kids, at-risk kids, who are going to be uh, basically delivered to the theater through a lot of effort. Um, and then they're going to be able to see the show, have lunch, have concessions, and then afterwards do a talk back with the cast. Now, the cast uh, is a group of 30 kids, ages six, at 21 and um so after the show after they see the show the kids in the audience get to have a talk back and ask questions to the other kids on stage And this is really where the magic happens because these kids in the audience now can talk to their peers up on stage and and it shows them what's possible if, if you can do it up there if you can be up there then i can be up there too Um, And it's really, it's just such a magical event to watch it all go down. Even watching the kids get off the buses, come into the theater. And some of these kids have never been in a theater before. They've never seen, heard uh, musical theater. They've never seen actors on stage. Um, And we even have um, sponsored kids from different groups to actually be in the cast. So, you know, imagine how... How impactful something like this can be. So back to your question of mm-hmm. you know who comes to these uh, who comes to these events. Um, it can be families of the cast. It can be uh, local um, community members. It can be sponsors. We have quite a few companies that have stepped up and are supporting us as well. And um, and with a show like this, Matilda. Uh, we've actually gotten some really good press um, in quite a few different uh, news outlets, as well as I believe this morning in the nine o'clock hour, we're being featured on uh, Fox 11 Good Day LA as well. So we're we're just trying to wow. just ring the bell, let people know what we're doing, and uh, and drum up the support because you know we we are always in need of, of more support to make it happen. Right. Awesome. Right.
0: Hey, um, Mark, hang on to all of those thoughts. We want to hear more uh, and kind of go through this a little more. But, Joe, it's yes. 8.32. Should we take a, a little break?
1: Thank you for that. And, yes, we would love to take a break.
0: We'll be right
1: back. Ladies and gentlemen, you're listening to the South Bay Show, and we love doing this every week, every Thursday at 8 o'clock. Uh, it's South Bay Spotlight. And we uh, spotlight the entire South Bay uh, business, government, special events, sporting events, children's events, um, everything that is the best of the South Bay. And then, of course, on Fridays at 8 o'clock, 8 a.m., it's uh, Manhattan Beach Chamber 360, uh, the best that Manhattan Uh, Beach has to offer sponsored by the Manhattan Beach Chamber which we're very proud of and uh, that show is certainly this show that you're listening to right now and uh, it's something that you can share with your neighbors and your friends and family and particularly this show anyone that you know that has young children or um, older children that aren't quite uh, leaving the house yet maybe they can get involved this is uh, something Musical theater is a magical experience for most kids and it doesn't even matter if they're, if they can sing or if they, if they can dance, they can, they can become involved in the tech side of the, the house. They can, they can operate lights or sound or, or they can do painting. There's so many different ways for kids to get involved and feel a part of the production. So we, we encourage you to share this with friends and family. This is one of those shows That We're proud of that that really makes a difference in our community. So please join us on a weekly basis every Thursday and every Friday. So Kelly, that's something that I really think, uh, you know, Mark, uh, we can highlight is that kids can get involved, even if they don't feel confident in singing and dancing. There's so many different aspects to musical theater, including the technical side. Uh, Can you talk a little bit about that, Mark?
3: Yeah, you're absolutely right. You know, there's such a, a a great number of kids and adults that love the spotlight. You know, admittedly so. My, my wife always tells me that I love the spotlight, and I do. Uh, but there's a lot of people who don't want to be on stage and, and are not comfortable being in front of people. And, and there's such a need for all of the different production elements involved in putting something like this on. So we developed... A number of years ago, under our, um, our producer, Ashley Henley, uh, we've developed a program called Tech Artisans. And, uh, and Ashley and Julia worked together to really develop um, the curriculum for this. And what the thought was is, hey, if, if we have a child that wants to be involved but does not want to be on stage, what else can we teach them? And there's so many elements, as you know. There's you know, all the sound involved and the sound cues and the stage management and the crew And the set pieces and the lighting and the quick change and and the costuming, Um, there's so many different areas that that kids can learn um, through our tech artisan program. So we have classes, tech classes, where um, kids will actually um, develop props, they'll make props, they'll help to paint uh, scenic sets that are actually used inside of the productions. Um, also, for our fundraising gala that we do in November, which is our, our main fundraising event, we actually have a group of kids that help uh, with all of the design of the event, with the decor, um, with the table settings, with uh, the programming as well. So it's, it's really fantastic to give kids the opportunity to learn these skills that then, again, they can take with them. And we've had uh, quite a few kids who have started in that program and now, through college and out of college, are uh, professionals in those fields. Um, so again, it's it's a way for kids to get involved, um, regardless of whether or not they want to be in a costume and on stage, or if they want to be behind stage, or moving a set piece, or learning sound cues, or whatever else. So it's it's really it's really fun for them. Mm, mm, fantastic, fantastic.
1: That's the point, right? Everyone can contribute uh, and feel a part of the, 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 the applause when the applause happens, uh, and people are up on stage taking bows, everybody, including the crew, including the tech, everybody feels great about that. Having come off and, uh, you know, things happen during the production, little things, technical issues happen, but you work through it. Uh, and, uh, and when you when you when you accomplish that goal, people get that communal experience of accomplishment. It's something that kids can take with them throughout their
3: entire lives. Um, I know that well, very again, very much it's myself. It's all about confidence. It's all about confidence right. building with these kids. And that's probably right. one of the things that we hear most uh, from parents is that you know I had no idea that my son or daughter could do this. They used to be nervous. They're their personality has, um, has developed, they, they exude more confidence, they're willing to step up and take more risks and chances and have the, the courage to do it. This is, this is kind of the credo that we hear over and over and over from parents and whether or not you're going to take this training and you know we do have kids that have gone through our program who have gone into college who are now on Broadway. Um, or at the Santa mm-hmm. just in the Saigon or, or in different um, in different professional theater companies. But we, you know, the majority of them just go through the program because it's extracurricular and what they take away from it is something to carry with them forever, which is it's magical. It really is. I keep using that word, but it truly really is magical. Yeah. Yeah. Magical. <laughs> um, I have um, a
0: question kind of uh, Mark for you. I you know I'm always a uh, and we talk a lot about it here on the show too, in many different ways. You know, um, it's custom fitting programs, you know, to reach all people and, and inclusion and including, you know, every walk of life, um, every type of person, every ability or disability or developmental level or um, background, you know, whoever you are. I want, can you um, tell us more about the GRACE program that you have at
3: POPs? certainly so the the grace program was started a few years ago and and to your point kelly it was really designed and intended it was created by julia to make sure that we have a platform where we can celebrate our differences and our irregularities and really just you know love ourselves with, with everything that we are made up and so grace uh is an acronym my my wife julia is the queen of acronyms so pops is putting on productions <laughs> Uh, grace is give receive allow creative expression and so when when we look at what the uh what the meaning behind grace was it was how can we include people from from everywhere kids from everywhere that maybe again wouldn't have a chance uh to be involved whether that is a a physical disability um you know special needs um kids that come from Uh, broken homes, or at-risk children, and how can we give them, uh, and and also, of course, typically developing kids in our community as well, how can we put all of these kids in a group in one room and develop um, camaraderie, connection, engagement, and and community, where we can then go through a rehearsal um, process, either through a class or in a production, and then put on um, some sort of show. And so uh, we did that a, a few years ago. We, um, we had, I think maybe 25 kids. Um, it, it was a learning experience for everyone involved. We did a production over at Mark Michaels learning center in, um, in Hawthorne or Lawndale, I believe.
1: Mm-hmm.
3: And, mm-hmm. Um, and it's really kind of created this platform where we can continue to do this type of programming as well. So, Again, with everything we do, um, and especially with the background that Julia and I have um, with uh, you know, life coaching and success coaching, it's all about empowerment. It's all about telling kids that they can and celebrating uh, their desire and their, their power to, to have more. And, and to really say, Hey, I don't have to be like everyone else. I can be me. I can have this flaw, but this flaw is, is my own and it's unique to me. So it's perfect and it's beautiful. And, and if we collectively pull all of those things together um, and create, you know, performing performance opportunities and uh, chances for kids to, um, to engage in a, you know, in a way that they don't typically get to it, it's, it just makes uh, – it creates an experience that's a once-in-a-lifetime experience. So that was really the intention behind our our grace program.
0: I love mm. that. Yeah, that's – it's so special that you guys incorporate that into um, your organization also. Do you have um, – what is the application process? Can anybody be a part mm. of POP? Do they have to audition? You know, uh, or do – you know, how does one – um, come to you and, you know, maybe someone's a little afraid, I mean, they're not, they're going to be, re, you know, not rejected, but not allowed. What, what is the application or process to become a part of the POPS program?
3: Sure. Well, the, the cast sizes, one thing that we do at POPS is we want to maintain um, a smaller sized cast. And when I say smaller size it's up to 40 kids, uh, we've, we've chosen to do to not allow more than 40 kids typically in a cast, just because um, it then enables us to give more time and training and, uh, and interaction with each of those kids. Now, there's um, there's other programs in the area that have a different methodology and, and involve you know more kids on stage. We've found that that number for us works really, really well. And we have a number of casts. So, for example, when we move into the fall season, we're doing the musical Shrek, and we will have three different casts for uh, middle schoolers and then uh, one cast for high schoolers as well. And so the process Mm -hmm. for that would be to go and and register on our website at Putin on Productions and and then there is an audition process also. Now this is this is the funny thing is some parents say, well my my son or daughter has never auditioned before and and I'm not quite sure you know how to prepare and that's fine. We have we have some children that come in that have done it before. Or they'll come to an audition a workshop for example and they will um, they'll be very prepared with sheet music and with a headshot and and they'll come in an audition. And we have other kids that come in and we ask them to sing Happy Birthday and we can usually tell. Um, you know, what, what kind of talent they're holding um, or expertise they have just from, from listening to that. So, the general rule is that if you want to be involved with our program, everybody gets in. Um, unless it's, it's a situation where it doesn't serve the child. If, if we feel like a child is going to be swallowed by the, by the process, then we might uh, make other recommendations for them to be involved in another one of our smaller programs first before they go into uh, the larger Mini Pops or Rising Stars program. Um, The only caveat Mm. to that, of course, is funding. So we have, uh, you know, a a large number of scholarships that we give out. And and I always like to point this out to people because they, they imagine, if they're not familiar with our programming, they imagine that, well, people in Manhattan Beach, uh, you know, have the means to pay for programming like this. And many, many do, which is fantastic. Others um, perhaps don't, and it's not something that they publicize. So we can have a a group of 10 kids, and out of those 10 kids, five of them are paying uh, full tuition, and let's say three of them um, are on work scholarships uh, or partial scholarships, and another couple might be on full scholarships. And so you know, what, what Julia's effort and our effort at POPs has always been is if a child wants to be involved in our program, we want to make it happen. And so if we start from there and we move forward and then, you know, it's our job, it's my job to make the calls and, and ask people for support and, and, you know, kind of try to get them to see the vision that we see. But if a child wants to be involved and they want that as an outlet, then, uh, then we make that happen. You know, and and this kind of it it leads me to another thought, which is our our sponsorship program is is the uh, the main place for all of our funding to go. I mean, obviously we have some programming and overhead, but but we want to make um, sponsorships to more kids available, and and the main reason behind this is because it started with Julia when Julia was training when she was you know in middle school she came from a home that wasn't ideal that that had uh, a whole lot of challenges her parents were divorced and there was no money for programming and all she wanted was an escape and she wanted to dance and she wanted to perform and although she couldn't afford it, somebody in her community stepped up and sponsored her to um, to go and take classes and be able to perform and it changed her life, and this many years later she 's opened an organization where she has created this impact for thousands and thousands of kids and families and sixty seventy thousand audience members you know and and had she not had that support and sponsorship when she was in middle school, who knows where this organization would be or if this organization would be today So I always like to point out to people that that you know definitely get involved but when when you have the opportunity to think about um any programs that you support you may be supporting the next person who is going to create something um incredibly impactful and and that has a ripple effect
0: hmm mhm
3: isn't that amazing I love it 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 I truly is it. yeah it truly is yeah
1: well, what a great uh, show this has been! Uh, we just want to make sure, Mark, that everyone that wants to be involved can be involved and can find you. So, Putting On Productions—you uh, can Google it, but it's really P U T T I N, Putting On Productions uh, mm-hmm. dot com, production. great.
3: That's correct. Putting
1: on production.
3: <laughs> and,
1: and there's uh, also
3: what else? shows all weekend. There's Matilda shows all weekend. Uh, I, I mentioned that we're doing a community show this morning, um, actually at noon today, um, for all of the uh, the kids. Uh, but we have shows all weekend, um, to uh, at 7.30 this evening and 7.30 uh, tomorrow on Saturday and 2 p.m., both Saturday and Sunday matinee shows. There's tickets available at the door or you can purchase tickets through uh, puttingonproductions.com. Um, and I also right. wanted to mention that the, the community outreach, um, you know, as as we discussed before, the uh, the challenge or opportunity, I like to say, with running a nonprofit is always trying to raise funds so that we can offer more programming. And, you know, life happens, things happen. And, and for our community day, which is a pretty um, – Expensive uh, day that we run, uh, very well intended, but very expensive. You know, we get a number of sponsors, and unfortunately, we've had a couple of sponsors that have uh, dropped out for varying reasons um, last minute. So, we did create mm-hmm. a fundraising site which is gofundme.com forward slash pops 2019, mm-hmm. uh, where we're trying mm-hmm. to raise some money to pay for uh, the rest of the community day today and uh, and make sure that we can continue with this program in the future. So I would say if you uh, if you're able to, uh, any donation, even you know thirty dollars, forty dollars, five dollars, every dollar definitely helps. Um, but even just spreading the word if you were to go to our website or look us up on um, Facebook or Instagram, and just share the message just for exposure. you know, every time, Um, someone else is able to see what you're doing and recognize what you're doing through all sorts of advertising or social media or incredible opportunities like this to be on the radio. Uh, And it's an Mm -hmm. amazing thing that the chamber and you guys are doing because it gives people the ability to get to know an organization that they would not have um, had exposure to in the past. So spread the word, spread the word.
1: Spread the word. Uh, That's certainly uh, our mantra, spread the word. And, Where will the productions be today? What location?
3: The productions are at the Centinella Valley Performing Arts Center, which is Mm -hmm. at uh, Lawndale High School. So it's uh, on the corner of Marine and Inglewood Avenue here in Lawndale, which is about a a five-minute drive from the water in Manhattan Beach. Um, And there are tickets available at the door. It's a beautiful theater, a 1,200-seat theater, and – it's, uh, it's it's really a fantastic venue.
1: It, it is. Okay, can you just talk about the venue? I don't think a lot of people uh, from Manhattan, Hermosa Redondo, realize that we have this new, amazing, like, world-class amazing venue right here uh, at Marine and Inglewood. Talk about the venue a bit.
3: Yeah, the venue is, as I mentioned, it's connected to the Lawndale High School, and it's part of the Sentinel Valley School District, um, right. and so we've actually had a chance to partner with them, which is fantastic. We're one of their, uh, their partners, um, and so we actually go to Lawndale High School, and we host kids from Lawndale and Hawthorne High School, and we do um, workshops for uh, for the kids there in an effort to again give them exposure Uh, we've also had some of their kids join our tech artisans and tech olympics programs and um, and that school district includes a number of schools i'm not sure how many i want to say it's it's more than 10 Um, but Mm -hmm. uh, it's really a beautiful facility it's a 1200 seat theater uh it's got great mm-hmm. parking it's got great sound and lights the the stage is just massive um it's you know i think it's about the same size as the Redondo Beach Performing Arts Center um and uh, it's just it's just a really yeah. great venue to see a show in
1: yeah yeah it's it's the second largest venue in the area the Redondo Beach Performing Arts Center is 1500 seats uh, this venue's 1,200 seats, and <laughs> it's 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 as nice. Or I think it's it was just completed about what one or two years ago.
3: They've done different stages. If you know, I'm sure people have seen the construction there, but that whole right. facility, um, they're adding buildings onto that high school. Um, they're right. definitely pouring a lot of uh, funds into improvements there. Right. Um, we have right. been there over the summer shows for. Four years. In um, the okay. last couple of years, we've had the chance to partner more with the, um, with the school district and actually received an award uh, as a premium contributor uh, last year um, just for our efforts in trying to, again, uh, give more exposure to all sorts of different programming for the kids, whether that's on stage or backstage. Um, mm-hmm. In fact, mm-hmm. we've had some of their kids also that have come and their audio visual team Um, has been able to come in and uh, and take pictures and videos at our different events. And so it's, yeah, it's been really a great relationship that we look forward to um, to capitalizing more in the future, but the venue is really, it's beautiful. And our summer show is, is definitely a much more uh, professional production. My wife, Julia, this year has uh, is actually the director and choreographer um and the mm-hmm. you know, the lighting and, and sound design and her co director Luke Yankee, who is a very established um Broadway director. You know, that's a very impressive uh creative team and the the sets, it's just it's really quite the production.
1: Cool. Fantastic. Well, it's wonderful to have such great venues uh, in the area, um, and also uh, what you guys do, putting on productions, is just amazing. I, I'm i not sure what we haven't covered. I think we've covered a lot of topics. Is there anything that we haven't covered that you'd like to cover in our remaining
0: minutes? I, I just want to uh, make sure, uh, Mark, it's always nice to give sponsors a little love. Do you have any sponsors for Matilda or for the program in general that uh, in general that you would like to mention and give a little shout
3: out to? Yes, I definitely would. Thank you. And there's quite a few from our, um, our local community as well. You know, Kinetka is a sponsor of ours. Fresh Brother Pizza uh, will be at the venue today, passing out a thousand pieces of pizza for uh, the audience members. and, And they've definitely stepped up to the plate. So big shout out to Fresh Brother's. Um, The Manhattan Beach Rotary has been very supportive, as well as, of course, the Chamber of Commerce. Um, Other groups like Manhattan Dermatology, First Republic Bank, Manhattan Bread and Bagel, and, of course, our long-term sponsor, Manhattan Beach Toyota, has been um, really, really fantastic. There's a couple of other groups uh, in the area. Mark Enterprises, Inc. out of El Segundo, and Centerfield out of uh, Culver City have been very, very supportive, and I got to say, there's just, there's so many parents uh, involved that have companies. There's many contributions that come in and they say, don't put my name on it. We, we don't want, um, we don't need the exposure. We just want to support. And, you know, it's, it's so moving when you are validated from mm-hmm. uh, really putting your, your blood, sweat and tears and, and your own money into an organization for so long and then to see the tipping point where the community really embraces it and continues to, to take on the challenge because they see the value in what a program like mm-hmm. ours brings. Now I, I always mm-hmm. tell people mm-hmm. whether or not you are with pops or not, whether or not you're with uh, the studio or not, uh, just keep your kids in the arts, continue to support the arts, continue to, to go see shows, go see local shows, local performers, um, you know, pull money out of your pocket and and contribute because it's doing really really amazing things and it's creating better humans for tomorrow and that's that's what we're all here for.
1: I agree, creating better humans. What a what a great uh, uh, enterprise.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Imagine that.
1: <laughs> yes. Yeah. Um, what a great show, amazing show, Mark. Uh, thank you so much for joining us today.
3: My pleasure. And thank you again, both for, for having me and Kelly, you've done a fantastic job with uh, the chamber and this event. And, you know, uh, the chamber has been really, really supportive of pops over the years. And, um, you know, if I think of the chamber, it was funny as you were talking at the top of the show, Kelly, about what the chamber means and who joins it and, and why someone would join it. And, you know, even being in a nonprofit and and where every dollar counts, we think about everything we spend on. But um, I just think support when I think of a chamber. Anytime that I've called the office, uh, I just get ongoing continued support. Um, It's a can-do attitude, and it's so appreciated by those of us in the community that are running organizations where we need support and we have a place to go. So thank you, thank you, thank you.
0: Wow. Well, that's quite an endorsement, and I uh, appreciate it very much, and quite a commercial. Maybe we should uh, capture that, Joe, and play it at the <laughs> half hour every week. was Thank you. That was that's very, that heals I mean, me for the next week. Thank you so much. That's very, right. very nice. Well,
1: Kelly was, Stroman. Please come CEO see the show. Please
3: come see the show.
1: Yes, go see the show. PutnunProductions.com. Uh, Kelly Stroman, CEO and President of the and Beach Chamber, thank you for joining us.
0: Joe, it's always a pleasure. Um, it's one of my you know, favorite things to do. Great way to start my Friday and kick off from the weekend, so thank you oh, very yeah.
1: much. Great show, great show. Thanks, everybody, for joining us today. We'll see you soon. Putting on productions. Bye-bye.